0: this is awesome right when uh you look at bangalore very often we were known as a city of so many lakes and those lakes have decreased in number they've decreased in size there's been encroachment in some places but there's also an encroachment of a different kind that not many of us kind of know about good morning Alright, hi what's up my name is Q.
1: This just called Good Morning Bangalore. Good morning. 94.3 Radio 1. You're listening to Good Morning Bangalore. Good Morning Bangalore on 94.3 Radio 1.
0: All of us have definitely heard of the lovely flower, which is the water hyacinth. But when you say that to an environmentalist, they're going to get really upset. And while it might look really beautiful... um. It's crazy because the simple water hyacinth, it actually is a weed that has become a bane on Bengaluru's lakes and now of course, it's become such a big problem, say for example in the Holimavu Lake, that they needed to restore the entire thing. I've got two people who are joining me on the show today uh, to actually speak about the issue, to make you understand it a, a little better and because this is a fairly complicated concept which not many people kind of know about, Mithan Subaya is with us, a fine art graduate, she's a story narrator from Little Tall Tales and uh, she also freelance is with uh, Vidya which is an NGO. Uh, she's an educator as well and she volunteers for basically anything uh, that she feels is good for society. Hey uh, Mithan, good to have you on the show. How are you?
2: Yeah, I'm good K. Thank you uh, for having me and Manisha
0: over. Awesome. Let me give Manisha an introduction. She's a volunteer educator at CMCA which is the Children's Movement for Civic Awareness and she's a board member at the Vistara Foundation which works on children and the youth. She's also a passionate animal lover in fact. Uh, Manisha, hi. Hope you're doing okay. Hi K. Awesome. Good, good to, to see you here. both. This is going to be really really fun. What I want to start by talking about is the simple water hyacinth, right? It's an alien species to Bengaluru and largely it's a weed, but if a layperson kind of sees it you're going to be like, "Oh wow, it's so pretty. It's so nice. It looks great on our lakes. It should be there." Mithan Tell me why this is a problem.
2: Okay, so this hyacinth, as you rightly said, K is an uh, invasive species brought in by the British. All right, and uh, it is so uh, Br- brought in
0: by an invasive species. Also, very nice. Okay, great. Huh.
2: <laughs> okay, so the thing is, it's it's like uh, it's like you put one, and you will see it multiply uh, within no time. So I think, and it's another thing is it also uh, lives uh, and thrives wherever there is sewage entering any water body. Uh, so that's something which we at Hulimau um, had experienced, have experienced, and it's also the same with all the, I think, I can't say all, but most lakes in Bangalore. Hulimau is also a victim of the hyacinth. Uh, you know, they kind of, uh, the, the weed reduces the oxygen level of the water. So if you have fish and you have all the water creatures like the tortoise and and the other uh, creatures which live in water, like the snakes and water snakes, so, you know, the, the oxygen kind kind of starts reducing huh. so which kind of so that basically can...
0: kills out the biodiversity that exists in the lake very slowly
2: absolutely yeah
0: you said it right manisha you actually live opposite on one side of the holy mavu lake you know had an incident where you wanted to kind of get involved and you were not able to and then you met mithan i'd love if you could tell me that story so huh? i
1: was also looking out uh you know constantly walked through that lake road taking my dog for a walk and i to admire the lake and i just wanted to get into that you know to do something for the lake right and that's when i um, got to know about this group started by mitan and a few friends of hers i just uh, so one i remember it was gandhi JD day and uh, i just called a volunteer and i just went with my kids two girls i went there and that's how it started i just got hooked to it you know right. it's volunteering gives you a high
0: i'm so, glad and
1: from there it just started and Amazing. ever since i've been uh right hand mitan i stayed together
0: mitan saying both hands up. not right hand <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so awesome. That's how it's done. The volunteer group that she's referring to is, is known as Holimavu Kere Taranga. Have I got that right? It's a not-for-profit. Am I Have I got that right? Yes. So the idea is, of course, to to fix the area to kind of address this issue that has kind of been going on for a while. The obvious thing is, as volunteers, you guys just could not just plant saplings for the rejuvenation of the Hulimavu Lake, right? There's a lot that you have to all remove before you... Uh, start rejuvenating the lake. Now, I believe that the BBMP has taken up the rejuvenation of the lake. It's an estimated cost of about 9 crores of rupees, which is a lot of money. And uh, But it's great to see it you know, finally kind of starting. Uh, Mithan, I'd love if you could talk to me about what the response was from people living around the Hulimavu Lake and how they realized slowly that this is a problem and they realized that hey we need to fix this lake this is a this is a real problem
2: so what started was um <clears throat> is this lake is 300 years old all right it's a very very old lake uh and the point being that uh it's also one of the largest it it's over 100 acres uh, large wow so the, the, the there was no volunteer group or nobody actually kind of uh, taking care uh, if i can use that word of the lake So when I kind of wanted to do it and I don't have a background, of ecology or environment, I'm I'm just from Koog and it's kind of in our DNA to kind of, you know, be around these green spaces. So it was an. I also experience. feel like Kurgis
0: are more in touch with nature than a lot of other parts of the very country. Intuitive,
2: I think about yeah. nature yeah. is what I feel. You know, somehow there is this bond which uh, it's like Mowgli. You can't take the jungle away from <laughs> you know. It's the thing with us. So I kind of uh, you know reached out to the neighboring lake, and there we met. Um, I got to meet Mr. Ramesh uh, who kind of you know guided me on what to do with this lake I kind of went to him and because he has about 12 years in that lake so I I kind of told him I want to start work here so he said please go ahead and you know do it and I was like of course we have all those fear factors right what if the government stops you what if you're you know caught for x y and z so he just simply said uh, you know uh, if you're doing the right work and you're doing it with good intention no one can stop you And if you're pulling out weeds and you're cleaning up the space, if anyone comes and stops you and says, why are you doing it? Take the whole thing and put it back, uh, put it right back into the lake. (laughs) Right. So so he said, nobody stops anyone from doing good work. So you just go right ahead. Mm. So that's how it started. And, uh, you know, we slowly started um, networking around the lake property. We've got about seven layouts around the lake. And so we started, uh, you know, connecting with various residents who were actually looking for someone to start something, you know? Oh, lovely. Um, okay. that starting problem, right?
0: Manisha, I'd actually like to ask you this. From a perspective of, you know, people coming forward and wanting to help and things like that, you know, in the start of this conversation, you were one of the people who wanted to help out, but you didn't know kind of where to do this. You didn't know. And then you met Mithan, right? Is this like a very common factor that bonds a lot of the people around the Holy Mavu Lake? Are they all like, listen, we want to help out. We don't know where to start. And then they meet you guys. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know you guys were there. And, uh, you know, can we help out also? Is that generally what happens?
2: It's like Hotel California. It's Hotel California. You enter and you never
1: leave. exactly so we have a lot of people joining in like that you know like me they slowly get to know about it see our posts and see on social media platforms and then they get to know about it they reach out and join us and uh, we do regular watering on Sundays so we have a name for Sunday we call it the Kare Day Sunday Kare Day so the Sundays and we are a close-knit group and I think it's that you know that factor that uh, warmth and the of the group also that holds us all together right so post uh post the work we all uh, work and initially people thought we were crazy you know pulling out hyacinth manually from the lake and then we slowly you know then we people uh, saw us doing it they joined in and post all this uh, day's work how we went is uh we just go to the nearby um tea shop and you know the um, our neighborhood tea shop, we call it the CCD, you know, the (laughs) Kere CCD. And we just go there and uh, we have all of us have a cup of tea. And uh, then we discuss what next day and next week's work. And, um, you know, we uh, remember each other's birthdays and (laughs) we try to celebrate small, small. uh, um, Seems like a nice,
0: close knit, wonderful little community. But I think my question is that you know, from perspective of, are, are you guys doing something different than other parts of Bangalore uh, fundamentally? I mean, or rather what is being done different than other parts of Bangalore can actually learn from? Mithan? would you like to take that?
2: Differently, yes, because we have, you know, we have tied up not tied up, we've had companies coming over and saying, we want to do some work at your lake. So we've kind of undertaken about over 100, uh, you know, feet of fencing, uh, of course we've done over, I think almost four, 500 sapling uh, planta- planting saplings because what has happened is people just plant and leave. Yeah. But we have made sure that we come back every Sunday uh, and water them. And now they're all about eight feet tall. You know, so we've got an avenue now, which is, uh, you know, the before after 2017 to 2022. I mean, you 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 cannot even you know recognize that, that was, <laughs> that's the same road. So this these are things which you know we hold very very uh, you know close to our hearts and we nice. feel very. You know, passionate about things like that. Then, of course, we've, you know, we were one of those groups. uh, Sorry, you know, we diverted, uh, you know, our lake since it's so large and we've got a little temple which is associated with the lake. So we have a lot of these puja, uh, you know, items which come there. And we also used to have the Ganesha immersion, which used to happen. So we managed to divert almost 4,000 immersions uh, two years just before the pandemic uh, over to another designated Kalyani, uh, you know, uh, uh, at Arikere Lake, Uh, because, you know, we didn't know there was a Kalyani. And then fortunately to our local corporator and the police and the Porakamikas and all of us got together and we said, this lake cannot be touched because it's not listed, but Arikere has a Kalyani, which is just a kilometre away. So kindly go there and, you know, and there was complete bandho bust and and we managed to do that, which is now like, you know, now an annual event. So we have, you know, that was one big thing because we were pulling out POP Ganeshas, which were, you know, almost 12 feet in size and, you know, things like that, which was actually affecting our, uh, you know, our lake at so many levels. But of course, I mean, that was because of, the public not knowing where to go right so now that they know where to go um so now things have changed yeah our avenue is about a kilometer long so we had one of our volunteers uh who kind of called up i think about six o'clock in the morning and he said uh you know we can see a jcb kind of dumping debris into the lake and you know things like that so all of us kind of ran and reached and we see that he's almost like he's worked overnight to an extent where I think 7,000 square feet of, of the lake was already, you know, encroached. So we had to, you know, bring in the local government. We had to call in the police and we had to call in the lakes department and all of it and get him to stop. And, um, you know, and, get him to also remove the debris we told him we're not going to go in and complain to the police and file of course we did inform the police but the only option we had was we couldn't leave it just the way yeah so basically undo undo what you've already done undo what you've already done Mm -hmm. and that we all stood vigil and made sure that we kind of uh, I have to tell you I really
0: really really like to see when communities take charge of their own space it's so amazing I think you you know know,
2: and it was never a challenge issue yeah okay we always Get into collaborative, you know, uh, 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 projects because, you know, you get into a challenge mode, there's always conflict. But if you get into collaboration, you know, we, so we are constantly I think that's something
0: a us. lot of communities out here in Bengaluru can actually learn from. That is a very important point, you know, collaborating rather than, you know, competing almost. Atlantic, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, yeah. you know, like you said, it always ends up in conflict. I mean, this is so lovely. I, what I'm happy about is that probably there are people from other parts of the city that are listening to this right now. And are like, listen, if this can happen in Hulimaw, this can happen in our area as well. One thing that I'd like to kind of add is that once you guys pick out the water hyacinth, one nice thing is that um, Nikhil Reddy of Blue Cat Paper puts together basically um, uses it as raw material for handmade paper. And I believe that a water hyacinth has sixty percent uh, cellulose, which is you know required to make paper. And uh, you know trees, regular trees have only thirty-seven percent cellulose. So you're getting like high quality paper from a water hyacinth, which is pretty awesome to say the least.
2: Right, and this was the first time ever. So since we saw a video of Kavya, uh, you know, uh, talking about tree-free paper, and we knew that hyacinth is very high fiber because we've been trying to find somebody to use it, uh, you know, in whichever way. Because otherwise, we were sending it to the vermi uh, for vermi composting to the bio center at Gatta. So we also had sent the hyacinth to Carbon Master via Sahas, the solid waste management company, uh, to test on the efficiency of of bio, for biofuel. Right. So you know, it's, tried all of this. You know, it seems like it's uh, really checked
0: out which is which is the good part. Um, Manisha I'd like to kind of ask you maybe like from a perspective of someone who got involved in an initiative like this and then now of course is so intricately involved what would be your little message to the rest of Bangalore who are also probably hoping and praying that they can get involved in efforts like this what would you like to tell them
1: yeah so everybody you know keeps waiting we we just say don't wait just jump in you know the nearest opportunity you get to volunteer beat anything and we keep saying no. let's conserve uh, what uh what our children deserve. The next generation is already here. So I just have to tell to the younger generation, children just wake up and, um, you know, already uh, take up charge of uh, the only planet that we have. So live sustainably and in harmony with nature. And do your bit.
0: Mithun, is there something you'd like to add to everybody as a parting message?
2: So I think, um, okay, I think our humans are, we are the only creatures which cut trees to make posters which say don't cut trees. Okay. <laughs> I, I read it somewhere. It's not my own. But, you know, this kind of um, stuff is what is thriving uh, in the city. Um I can only talk for lakes since we are so passionately working on it, that we've got very supportive lake groups. So if you have a lake close by or and next to you or, you know, in your two-kilometer radius, take it up. You know, it could be, you could be the first one to step in. We are all there to help and support you. Just connect with Holimao Keretaranga on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. And we will, you know, do... And we, I mean, it's, it's great because we've got all kinds of uh, experts on our, uh, on on the league groups and it's so easy to, to make this happen. And we've got a free lung space, uh, eco universe within our city. So why would we not want it to thrive? Absolutely.
0: Ladies, this has been so awesome chatting with you both and to understand your story a little bit. Uh, I have so many more questions I can probably go on endlessly but because we're at a lack of time I want to thank you both for taking out the time and uh, more power to you guys at Holima May you continue to do wonderful work and inspire other parts of uh, Bengaluru to do the same. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Kay.
1: Thank you. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter yet? At Off Air with Kay. Slide into his DMs now. Lally-4! Unworld, your station.